0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here and be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. This episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast is sponsored by Well's Free Resource Library. I created this library as a one-stop shop for you to get the resources you need to either get started on your journey or continue on your healthy and thriving journey. In this library, you will find all of the podcast episodes, recipe guides, fitness plan, as well as other trainings around how to have a healthy mind, body, emotions, and how to use essential oils in your everyday life. You'll also find different resources on how to have a flourishing life in all areas of your health and life. So all you need to do to get access is go to madewell345.com free resources, enter your name and email, and your sign-in information will be sent right to you. And of course, be sure to join the Healthy and Thriving Women's Community on Facebook, where you can get support in unpacking these resources as well as find community with other women who are trying to be healthy and thrive. All right, I'm so glad you're here once again, and now we're finally ready to get into today's episode. everyone, welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I am Brianna Wilkerson, your host, holistic health and life coach, and essential oils advocate. And today I have with me Samantha Salmon, who is just awesome, and another fellow health coach that went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And she's here today to talk to you about something that I truly believe many people are kind of going towards, you know, vegans, raw food, and just her story, and how she leads her clients and tribe through that. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, yes. So maybe just introduce yourself to us and then feel free to start sharing your story around your journey with health and wellness and what brought you to the point that being a coach in the raw vegan area.
1: Yes, so my name is Samantha Salmon and I was born and raised in Queens, New York uh, to Jamaican parents. And um, basically my story it's a it's a very long one and I talk about it extensively in my book you can afford to be healthy but the short version is um my grandma was diagnosed with uh type 2 diabetes and you know that happened very early on I was young I was probably like in in primary school in grade school and um so it impacted the entire family because she lived with us. So as soon as she was diagnosed, my mom, you know, went to the doctor with her, talked to the nutritionist and she was put on a plan. And since my mom made the food for everyone, we all went on this plan. So at that young age, I was learning about, you know, brown rice over white rice. You know, that was the whole thing at the time, um, you know, uh, minimizing, um refined carbs, you know, according to the American Diabetes Association, meat is okay, dairy is okay, because she was definitely having cereal, having boxed orange juice, all that stuff, fine. Um, you know, so we were doing this thing, and I was like her little nurse. I was, you know, making sure that she took her meds on time, and there was like 20 medicines that she had to take. And... um which is a lot. So it wasn't, you know, when, when people are dealing with type two diabetes, it's not just the diabetes. Diabetes usually comes with a series of stuff. So she had a heart condition, you know, she had a thyroid issue, all of these things she was, you know, dealing with. Um, so, so yeah, so like I would have to, you know, not go out with certain friends and stay home because she had to have someone with her to give her her meds and make sure she ate, you know, at certain times because she had that um, timeline with her medicine. But all of the effort that we put in, you know, following all of this protocol that the nutritionist set out for her and the doctor um, didn't... It helped to keep her around for as long as she was around. But my first year of college... um, Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving, uh, she passed away on hospice care. So hospice, for those of you who don't know, is when you're basically in a period where the doctor has given up and you're you're dying, basically. So she, she was home in our living room on a gurney and all the family was around and slowly organs were just filling one by one by one. And I remember... Um, what triggered it, it was like she, you know, she was taking the pills and we had her on this on this diet or whatever. And which is still, in my opinion, the standard American diet. OK. But we'll get there. So she's on this diet. Then eventually um, her her big toe turned black. And that was like, you know, when I saw that, my heart sank because that's the one thing you definitely don't want to see. Best case scenario, you know, you have an amputation. Worst case is what happened to my grandmother. She, the toe turned black, she ended up in the hospital. And two weeks later, she was gone. You know, so it it happened very quickly. And right before um, her toe turned black, she was graduated to those long insulin um, needles that you have to put in your stomach, which like i wouldn't wish that on anyone and i don 't know if it 's because of my grandma 's experience, but I cannot do pills and I cannot do needles like I just have a phobia with it all. I even have a phobia for hospitals like i like I remember because she had to go into the hospital many times, you know when you 're dealing with someone with type two diabetes, i mean there's so many runs and nine one one calls. Um, but one time in particular, I remember the nurses, I guess they had to put some kind of, um, butterfly needle in her vein, uh, to get her blood or whatever. Um, but they put it in wrong. Actually, I don't know if, no, they must've been injecting something in, but they put it in wrong. It wasn't in her vein. It was like under the skin. And so, by the time we saw her, her her arm had swollen up so much because there was fluid in there, because you know they made a mistake. And it's like when you when it's a loved one, you're like, you don't get to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? This is this is my grandmother, right? And and she's been with me like my entire life. Like she's like, you know, my second mom. You know what I'm saying? So it was a huge traumatic loss. Um, it like tore my heart out like I had to do lots of therapy to get to a place when I decided to become a coach I knew I was going to talk about her story a lot I knew I wanted to help people who were in the position she was in when she first got diagnosed or right before she got diagnosed um to kind of resolve what's happening there mentally and environmentally um that led down this path, you know, because it didn't just affect my grandma. Like my grandma's not living anymore. So she's not struggling anymore. But the family I feel has suffered. I know I suffered because I went through this traumatic event, but she had eight children. I have a huge family. So it's like the, you know, the experience of her death, um, her dying in the living room and hearing her suffer. And then how the family responded and how our family really has not been the same since her passing. So it was just a very pivotal, traumatic experience in my life. So um, anyway, college, I graduated, right? So she passed my first year of college. I graduated, got married, and I married a man who grew up on a farm so he's into herbs and you know healthy living and all that stuff and we ended up uh going vegan together and at that time when um he actually introduced me to veganism because he had he went vegan like about a couple weeks before me and he was learning a whole bunch of stuff and I found out about Dr. Neil Barnard who has a program for reversing diabetes and he has many books um but This book in particular, Dr. Neil Barnard's Program for Reversing Diabetes, that's the the title of the book, he talks about what causes diabetes and how he's helped tons of people reverse type two diabetes, right? And um, there's even some information out there right now about possible reversal of type one diabetes. Um, and But he talks about in the book about the cause, at least, of, of type 1 and where that's coming from and, and all of that. And he basically attributes that to um, saturated fat. What he says is that um, the reason why the blood sugar is so high is because, you know, there's saturated fat in the cells and therefore um, insulin is not able to... The blood sugar, yeah, insulin is not able to get in to usher the sugar into the cell, um, which is the natural process. Every time we eat, our blood sugar goes up, insulin is released to usher in that sugar into the cells. Um, So, anyway, yeah, so I found this. It was like, wow, this is the information that I needed when my grandma was alive. Because I was tending to her, you know, I could have made a difference because I was very involved, you know? Um, So there was a lot of that going on in my head. Like, man, if I had only known, you know? (laughs) And um, so anyway, I I changed my life. My husband changed his diet. Since then, our families have changed their diet and have overcome health issues. And um, we opened a juice bar together in 2010 in Chicago. Um, it's now closed. We had that running for seven years, had two locations in um, Chicago, and downtown Chicago. And um, it was a raw vegan organic spot, juice bar, juices, smoothies, raw vegan entrees and desserts, because, you know, raw veganism was a huge part of our introduction into veganism because at the time we were in the bay area when we first got into this whole thing and then you have cafe gratitude and all that so we were really into this thing so we wanted to share that with people so we opened the store we offered herbs we made our own herbal teas and um sold activated charcoal before it was trendy (laughs) you know so moringa before people knew what it was you know um And um, yeah, so like right before we closed it, I decided to join IIN, which is how I know Brianna, and uh, yeah, became a certified health coach, and here I am now, certified health coach, author, you know, um, working with clients, helping them get off their diabetes medication, and it really, it it feels good to help people. Um, and to make a difference, but there's, there's, there's a lot more I need to do. Like the impact I want to make, cause there's a lot of different reasons why someone ends up in the situation my grandma ended up in. So, yeah. Yeah. That Hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> we can
0: wrap it up. No, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. such a beautiful, I think we all have a, you know, a story that we, yeah. that why we feel so passionate about changing um, people's lives and health in some way. And yeah, your grandma is definitely a huge, huge part of that. And, and so with the, with the people that you work with, who do you tend to work with? Do you work with more people who have diabetes or are at risk or uh, like say if someone's listening and saying, oh, wow, I really resonate. You know, who, who is your ideal person that you tend to work with?
1: Yeah. So ideal is a funny word because they're the people who are very much attracted to my program. And then they're the people who my heart is like this group. I really want to help. So it's like, it's hard to even answer that ideal uh, question. But, um, I, I have in in my client base right now people who are who came to me they were on diabetes medication they're no longer um but they still have weight loss goals they want to achieve and so we're continuing our our journey together um I have you know people who have menstrual issues and they already are interested in veganism and they want to lose weight most of most of my clients, they want to lose weight, but there's usually something that is really pushing them to make a change, you know, because losing weight is very superficial. And if you're in a place where you're going to spend the money to hire a coach, because that's a huge commitment, right, financially, and you have to be accountable to someone like you literally have to show up meet with me and tell me that you actually did the things that we talked about last session so um to make that kind of commitment usually people are like have a pressing issue they they were used to taking certain types of medication for stuff but now they're allergic to the medication or um you know, they had a change of heart about medication. So now they really want to do it the healthy way. You know, maybe they had a cancer scare or went through a cancer situation and they want to make sure that they don't end up in remission. Um, you know, so it, it, it's a variety a variety of things, but the majority of them are, are weight losses is, is at play.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And so if someone was listening and is either a vegan or wants to start that, what would you say is the first, what should they do? Like how do they start this process and why should they consider veganism?
1: Well, I think that you should consider veganism because um, I I wrote a whole extensive article on it and I know people are going to be like, you know there with 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 nutrition it's almost like religion right people are very strong about what they believe you know and it's like oh but the research is is very clear that physically and this is what attracted me to veganism in the beginning first because i've i i changed my diet to eat plant-based before I even found out about Dr. Neil Barnard's program. And I have personally have never been diagnosed with diabetes, right? Um, but what made sense to me, the first thing that made sense, why I decided to make the change for myself was this, um, I think it was an anthropologist, honestly, and I wish, had I known I would be here at this point doing what I'm doing now, I would have saved that video, but I, I didn't, it was this this guy, who was doing a lecture at a university, and it was a YouTube video I was watching of him talking about the, the differences in physiology between humans and carnivores. And the main points, like the um, book eighty ten ten 10 by Dr. Doug Graham, great book, he has a very extensive list showing the differences, but the main points that really stuck out to me was the length of the intestines and I've lost you know, family friends from stomach cancer, right? The length of our intestines is long as opposed to a carnivore, which is short. So it makes sense to me. When a carnivore consumes meat, it's in and it's out. When, uh, when we have long intestines and we consume meat, it's coming in, it has to go through this winding thing and so it gets stuck in areas, it calcifies, and we start having issues digestive issues gut issues and worst case scenario cancers and tumors and stuff develop um now there are some people who can circumvent this um by minimizing their meat intake right and having lots and lots of vegetables but americans you know we are not eating sufficient amounts of vegetables you know so that that's part of the problem too but um so yeah so anyway the reason why people should be interested in veganism is one, our bodies are just not made to be consuming meat Two: We don't have the enzymes to digest dairy, which is why so many people are having issues with dairy. Um, and if you read uh, Dr. Neil Barnard's program for reversing diabetes, Dr. Doug Graham's 80, 10, 10 book. Um, I also have a book recommendations in, res- in the resources section of my book. Um, And also talk about it extensively on the blog, Um, you know, all the reasons why to explore, experiment with your body and see what it can do for you. Now, I'm not really encouraging any type of veganism because veganism for veganism's sake is not really what I'm into. Like, I did not enter it because of um, love of the animals, right? I I entered it from a health perspective and a science perspective. It logically makes sense to me. Now, with that, since I'm coming from a health perspective, it's very important to, like I said, eat as many fruits and vegetables as possible. When I first went vegan, I hated vegetables. So I just had a lot of almond butter and jelly sandwiches and lots of pasta, you know, <laughs> yeah. lots of bread, right? So mm-hmm. I actually blew up to the heaviest I had ever been, which was like 140 pounds. And I'm 5'3, so I mm-hmm. really comfortable. I was swole, basically, and not the good swole, like muscular. So I was like swollen, like, you know. Um, and that was because I didn't like vegetables. So my saving grace was learning about green smoothies, you know, that's how I was able to get in the green vegetables and have it taste good because I like fruit. So that, you know, that worked for me. So that's really what I would recommend um, for people who are interested in it, like find where you enjoy. I know some people really like vegetables. So maybe that's something where it would be your entry point. Just eating more of fruits and vegetables that you like, eating less of the animal food animal products and just observing how your body is responding to those changes
0: so simple yet yeah, so so powerful right like it's just yeah. oh just eat more fruits and vegetables people are like but give me like a four-step plan and you're like no just straight <laughs> you know yeah. and and we it's nothing like sexy about it but yet it can really transform your health and your life right right yeah so i love i love your recommendation there and so I know you have a freebie that you kind of have around this. Obviously, your blog, you have your, your podcast. So maybe tell us a little bit about your freebie that you have, and then we can talk more about your social media and your
1: podcast. Yes. So I have um, a 30-day raw vegan challenge. Um, during the last Lenten period, me and my Facebook group, we have a Facebook group called the Raw Food Health Empowerment Circle. We went through this 30-day challenge and it's basically everything you could ever need to or want to know about raw veganism, that raw vegan lifestyle. And what that means basically is you're eating 100% raw uh, for 30 days and we go into what you can eat, like different recipes you can make, um what's considered raw why you would want to be raw how to lose weight and how to gain weight because some people actually come to me to gain weight and they're like what like why would <laughs> like, you come what? to me you know i'm never really trying to gain weight yeah. Like, I've, I've i've gained weight now and i'm trying to maintain that weight by turning my fat into muscle mass so this is the next step of my personal journey is to like serena williams is like my is body goals for me you know um So I'm doing that now, but yeah, there way you can gain weight on a raw vegan diet. You can lose weight on a raw vegan diet. I got down to the smallest I had ever been at 115, um, on a raw vegan diet. And that was fun to experience that, like what I look like and what I feel like at that weight. Um, and all the new clothes that I was able to buy and stuff, uh, that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of, A lot of information there. You won't really need to go anywhere else for raw vegan information.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so I'll make sure to link that. So, guys, make sure you check out the show notes. And so tell us a little bit if people like, I just want to, like, learn more from her, be a part of her tribe community, where people can find you on social media and tell us about your podcast as well.
1: Yeah, so I'm Raw Food Meal Planner everywhere except Twitter. It's Raw Food Meal Plan. Um, and my website, rawfoodmealplanner.com. Um, my podcast is the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, which I host with my mom. And it's basically um, exploring health and wellness from a multinational and multi-generational perspective, right? My mom is a baby boomer, and she was born and raised in Jamaica, West Indies. And so her experience is very different than mine being born and raised in Queens and being uh, uh, Generation Y, I think I'm, I am. So, um, so yeah, so we talk about lots of things. We've been talking a lot lately on the blog about um, finances and how to make. So basically, this book has everything you need to prioritize your health right? I go into how to lose weight, if that's your plan, how to eat healthy and make it fit into your busy schedule, and how to make it fit into your budget, right? As long as you're above the poverty line, which I talk about in here, you can do this, right? And so we take it a step further on the podcast, just encouraging people to continue to um, make room in their budget for self-care, right? So once you have the eating down and stuff, there are other things that you really need to pay attention to, to make sure that stress is not, um, is not working against your health goals because it can. And, um, also making sure that all areas of your life are healthy, right? So like Brianna and I, we Mm -hmm. went to IIN and they talk about primary foods. So primary foods are all the things in life that feed you on an emotional level. And I know from my community, um, the people who are interested in being healthy, they complain a lot that, you know, their finances aren't where it needs to be for them to really take care of themselves the way they need to be so we really spend a lot of
0: time talking about
1: about that
0: so good you have yeah. so much good information for those who are just thinking about veganism thinking about raw food so as we wrap up is there any like thing you want to share like a big tip or big encouragement like people have listened to this you know what is it that you that you want them to leave with right now
1: yeah, I guess the big thing is just have fun with it. Don't stress yourself out. Um, just explore and experiment. You know, this has really been a journey for me. And, um, you know, where I'm at right now is not where I used to be. So as you start and experiment and see how your body responds, you will make the proper adjustments for you. So just trust yourself, trust your intuition, and... um once you continue to practice that self-care, everything falls in line. And what you learn with getting your, your food situation together, your fitness and your health can help you with your finances and with other areas of your life. Because you basically learn in this process how to prioritize yourself and really get organized.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally, totally agree. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us. It's so great to have you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank for, you for inviting me. I really enjoyed yes. it. Yes. And everyone that just wanted to let you know, I for- nearly forgot. Uh, uh, Samantha is a part of a, the Healthy Body Summit that I'm co hosting with Anya Perry from August 20th to 26th. And so if you are listening to this before, then hopefully, make sure you join up for this summit. She'll be sharing more about, um particular, all of this, as well as you have other people who will be talking about nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, digestion, toxic load mindset. So definitely check out the link for that as well. So thank you again. Thanks. Thanks. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. And I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode. Bye.